T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for a noon kick. Let's go, baby. Come on. Let's have some fun, man. This is Danny and Dusty on Football Friday. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Good afternoon and happy Football Friday. Yes, we are here on a Friday. We got week three of the college foosball season going on we got week two of the nfl already underway uh and it's it's like all the football fields are here we we got big time games in our own state that are happening this weekend love to see it i love football fridays i love football friday i love football every day now it's it's very very cool we got we had football thursday and it was a very very good football thursday you're damn right it was it was a fantastic I, that not to get too sportsy, but just like to just to say, uh, good to have it back. And man, is it going to be fun to watch that matchup for the next decade? No, it is. It lived up. It lived up to every single bit of the hype that that we wanted to have because it had a little bit of everything in it. How often does a game in general g- genuinely live up to the hype in a regular season? I will. I'll just uh, counter that with saying, in life, how often are things that are hyped up actually live up to it right whether it's a movie whether it's like a trip or a vacation uh there's usually like there's usually this element of you build it up so much and then you have a little bit of a letdown the ones that are always the best is when you have lower your expectations and you're like oh my gosh this is incredible and then this had all the hype in the world and it still delivered and listen, I mean, looking at something like this, you get all the pomp and circumstance. You get the quarterback matchup. You get the, the two teams. You get the throwback field. It had all the Thursday night football. And let's be honest, that broadcast was fantastic. They do a really good job. Did you do, uh, okay, stat nerd guy. I, I, I did watched the stat the entire time. That's the one you went to yes, the entire time. The so, entire time. I didn't watch any of it because I had to record it and go back and watch it because uh, Braves won 24-9. Uh, go Braves. But I had to go back and watch. So I just watched the normal run-of-the-mill mm-hmm. broadcast, which was still awesome. Like, your run-of-the-mill Thursday night is Al friggin' Michaels yeah. in Kirk Herbstreet. Let's go. It, it, they do a fantastic job. What is the uh, stat? version is it still just alan kirk yeah it's still them what 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 ends up happening is that there's just an overlay 
Okay. So what ends up happening is it, uh, the screen the screen shrinks a, a little bit, but not enough. It doesn't turn into like a, a box in box kind of situation. So it's not crazy. You get uh, a banner uh, notes on the bottom, like expected probabilities and, and things of that nature, like win probability added. They, they're one of those. Oh, well, I would have loved that for the Broncos Seahawks game. Are yes. you kidding me? So the, there was one note in there that the last time the, that the Chiefs and, and uh, Chargers had met up, it was very high scoring, which was what 73. They also had notes like 73% of the money came in on the over, and it was integrating that in, the, in, that in high leverage, high expectancy plays, which is any play that adds over 2% win probability to your, to your win probability in a yeah. given game. The Chiefs and Chargers in the last game were 5 of 5. They were 0 for 3 in the first half combined, which is why you had such a low-scoring game early on. It's To me, which is really interesting, because if five plays, five plays adds a 10% win change probability either way. Uh, it, it, hey. it, it genuinely tells you right there how impactful See, that's crazy. singular plays can be in an NFL game. All right. So where games can literally be decided by a handful of was plays. Was it too busy, though? No. I... I that's the other thing is they, they did a really good job. That all of that was in the bottom, and then like pop up video. Uh, no, like, like do they like, have little bubbles pop up. So no, it was like uh, it was like a, a border. Okay. So they, they 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 did minimize the screen ever so slightly. So, but I'm talking like a tenth of the screen, and then they had a bar on the right hand side with that tracked player information, and then on right. the on the screen the offensive players you could see their routes live. Huh. So you could see the guy you could, which was really cool because you can see the routes setting up other routes. You can see the dig routes, the rub routes, the different levels, the flag, the post. All um, right, it, it was it was very very cool. That little bit of on that, yeah. No, I was I was nerding out the entire time. I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is useful. So stuff like that, like, and that's what we talked about going into that. Yeah, the Thursday night, like Amazon Web Services, is what drives the data yeah. behind all of that stuff. So for them. This is their next step because you're watching the game. I, I tweeted something along, along these lines. The thing about this is we're watching how we're, we're living in the process of how we watch games. Yeah. It's changing. You're, if you watched the game last night, you did not watch it on TV and you did not technically watch it streaming. You watched it in an app, in an app that is an ecosystem for purchasing. So how long until – you know, Tyreek Hill catches a bomb, and now after that, would you like to buy Tyreek Hill jersey? Would you huh. like to? And then working in the integrated betting, working in the, uh, you know, the additional like Amazon Echo stuff. I mean, it's it's an entirely enclosed ecosystem because you're not watching it through. Last night may have been the first true sign of the death of TV. And well, the and one of the reasons why is that. When you're watching inside of an app, you don't flip the channel. No, you you and you you don't. You, you're self-contained. There. You live you're it there. Like, and this is the thing. Even when like Thursday night football was on, like you it, you go to a commercial break or you go to halftime and you flip somewhere else. Right? I don't need to watch all yeah. of this. You don't do that in the app because it takes so damn long to get back in and it gets settled. It's not like you can hit the last channel button. And just hop right back into it. It's it's different sports viewing, man. It is. And Bezos is a genius, and also kind of weird. I think that if you're talking about Make what sure the you future, say nice about well, no, what the Bezos. future of of watching these streaming services is, Amazon will be able to charge more for their commercials 
because 100%. it is within an app and people won't change. Because there is that element of it of, look, they're not going anywhere. It's a captive audience. They're not, they're, they're not flipping back and forth, and it's actually pretty dang brilliant. And the fact that, like, I, I saw a lot of people, like, complaining about, like, why am I watching commercials for Amazon Prime when I'm watching it on Amazon Video? Like, I already have Prime. It's for all the people in the bars because yes. though it's for the people at watching on TV mm-hmm. because they're going, oh, I can get this if I get if I get Prime. Like it, they weren't doing it for you because one, they already have you. Mm-hmm. They're doing it for they have a deal where to stream uh, to to get it into bars and restaurants yep. and stuff like that. So that's what that was all about and what it was for. Also it's really a- interesting seeing this play out the very first time. They also ran a seven day free trial. So the, the, that game last night, if you didn't have Amazon Prime, you could watch it. Wow. They, they did it on purpose because they want to get you into their ecosystem. And it's interesting, again, you, you brought up the captive audience. What Amazon did to kind of balance this out, and I hate shouting them out because they're a megalomaniac evil company, but at the same time, they do a fantastic job. That, that luxury suite that Goodell and Bezos were sitting in, that looked like an evil lair. Yes. Like, if I'm thinking of, like, super... Like, Bezos has been slowly transforming into the look of a supervillain. Uh-huh. Like, he went from, like, a nerdy book salesman to now he looks like like Lex Luthor now. Yes. Like, he... in the fact that he's he's all jacked up on juice and he looks all roided out and shaved head and stuff, him sitting next to Goodell, that was an evil lair. Uh-huh. That wasn't a luxury suite. No. That was a secret evil lair. 100%. I've seen that before. Yeah, no, there's an elevator that takes you to a volcano somewhere in that place. You're damn right. 100%. But the, one, one of the things I think that Amazon did to soften the blow of living in that ecosystem last night, they went to commercials, but they kept the camera on the field. Very mm-hmm. much like NASCAR does, where they just keep you running. Hey, we're going to dip away. The primary viewing is going to be the commercial. And it's so much less intrusive. I, I hate that that's a yeah. thing, but it's so much less intrusive because you can still kind of halfway tune it out or pretend that you're not giving it any mind. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it makes the broadcast seem so much more seamless because you're not, we'll be right back or this. It, it's just, and it just, it keeps motoring along. So uh, it's, it's like, I know, I know this, we're getting into the very nerdy, weird stuff about no. this. But it, it it quite literally is the future. Well, of you just made me upset, though. I mean, I, like I'm getting a, a, like agitated when you said the. Would you like to buy this Tyree Kill ad? A texture says if they do the ads like the Tyree Kill thing, it better not be the annoying pop up ads like on computers. If that does happen, I will no, be it, furious. It'll happen as, as suggested. Like when you go, if, if you're an Amazon customer now. If, especially if you have wait like, during the game though. No, I'm just. Oh, you're just like when you open up your app the next yep, time. Yep. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, of course. They're but, gonna they're gonna aggregate all of it. But also, I would I wouldn't be surprised if they go a step further and they, there's an uh, NFL kids broadcast. Remember the, the the NBA. Well, they did. They did the dude perfect. Yeah. They, well, well, did that is dude, the dude perfect is not for adults. No. If if you were an adult that turned on the dude perfect stream, I don't know. Did anybody do that? It could have just been something that was there, and they weren't even doing anything. It went to them at halftime on the stat stream, on the next-gen stream. Okay. So I, I caught a little bit of the dunk tank when I was barbecuing. But of outside course. of that, yeah, that's, that's kind of how that went. But they're, they're going to diversify across everything, and that suggestive selling and all that kind of stuff that lives, again, all in that ecosystem, they'll do that. Or they'll find a way, just like they do on the next-gen stats stream, to have a, a thing kind of show on the bottom. It won't be intrusive. 
Amazon understands how to do UI, how to do user interfaces, how to how to like present something that makes sense and isn't intrusive. Yeah, that's unfortunately that's how they've become the most powerful company in the world. Hmm. So, but yeah, all well, they all, got me like, again. Again, no, listen, they got all of us because they're I'm very good it. at it. They pay people a lot of money to be very good at what they do to develop this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Did you All watch right. any of the, the pre-post halftime stuff with Sherman, Fitzpatrick, and <laughs> Gonzalez? No. Okay. No, I was not. I wasn't. I didn't have time for that. I didn't have time for that. Just, just, just I was just only. getting the nitty-gritty, yeah. getting in and out. And um, no, was that good? Sherman was really good. Of course. He was really good. Yeah. Uh, it was hard to listen to, to Gonzalez because he is such a Chiefs homer. Uh. It, it, it comes through. It's like Romo, Romo when he goes to a Cowboys game. You know, mm. it's... They can't help themselves, and I get it. Were you talking about USC? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it happens. You can't help it. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it 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 really did. It came through that bad. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 uh, Fitzpatrick and Sherman were really good, though. Yeah, they so, they they are going to be yeah. really good. Um, I I'm excited for how this thing develops, and uh, it's you think I think of it always in terms of you are what week one but it's actually only the second time they've ever done this mm-hmm. like live um and i i really like the combo of of al michaels and kirk herb street and I, there's a text on here saying that uh, dirt and sprague didn't like it at all earlier this morning they were talking about how they didn't like it i like it i, I think they're good but it's they their are both, second time working yeah. together they're both straight men yeah like that's i think that's a little different to get used to yeah it's so because al michaels is kind of the comedy relief or the sarcastic one, and that was. Yeah. It's, it's a little. I think it's a little bit weird to hear Al well, Michaels cut back a little. They're bit more. getting there. It, they'll they'll yes. get there. They have to feel each other out, and that's gonna be fine. I, it's their second broadcast. I think it was good. I, I did too. Week and one? I, you kidding me? It, listen, was it you know Gus Johnson? No, no. It's it's a, it's a diff, but they have a no. They're going for a certain style. I think of like what mm. they did last night was. I don't want to say educational, but like you're constantly learning about the game. And I don't. Yep. And I think that's the one. The thing the NFL does better than any professional sports league is they are constantly teaching you and promoting the game and what's happening on the field every single second, every single play. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a great question. Fan text sign five zero three two five zero ten eighty. How long until you can buy the touchdown ball right after the play uh, on your screen? Like you can just sit there and you can just I like have live auctions going on. That would be I something. I bet you they do it at halftime. I bet I bet you that stuff is going to be happening. So, well, there's there's uh, very shortly. There's an agreement coming with Fanatics. Uh, Jordan Schultz, when we had him as a producer, was talking about Fanatics is taking over the entire trading card game. So the memorabilia stuff. Yeah, they, I I guarantee you they will be a part of that. Really, and they're already integrated. Huh. So you, I I would yeah. be I wouldn't be shocked to see you know get game used ball touchdown by Mike Evans auction at halftime. Just yeah. Boom. Just keep that wheel churning. Yeah. I have a big, uh, I have a big observation from the game too. Mm. We got, we'll talk about the play itself later. But Gerald Everett, when he was so tired, he wanted to get out of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody else know he was? He wears a jock strap still. You what? could see, yeah. He he was sweating so much you could see through. I didn't know people still wore the jock. Wow. He was wearing a jock strap during that game. His yellow pants were so sweaty you could see the the white outline of his of his jock strap okay that was a i, I as i was watching that, i went i didn't i didn't know that they still went jock i thought everybody days. who wore a cup 
in any ways was was doing the uh, the yeah. boxer brief slide in one. Well, hey, the protecto, like you know, what I'm talking about the. Yeah, the, I don't know uh, if he had a cup in. I don't know anybody that wears a cup playing football. Okay, that's a weird move. Yeah, I mean, listen, man, it's a weird it, move. I, but if you, but the jock is just like the solo jock, huh? Yeah, to keep the twig and berries yeah. all just contained. It's it's a. I didn't know that was a move still being made. Listen, man, compression shorts exist. Uh, uh, right? I don't know. I don't know. That was a big takeaway that I had from this game. I have a lot of other takeaways, too, uh, and I know you do as well. Thursday Night Football's duel between the young stars that lived up to it. That's where we're going to start. we got a lot of football today. It is Football Friday. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Boy, the juxtaposition of Football Friday and Yacht Rock Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those those are quite different spaces uh, living in the same living in the same one right now. There's uh, room for everybody. There is room for everybody. Is there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with uh, Yacht Rock Friday and I, Football Friday. I will not tolerate any Jerry Rafferty slander. I'm not, I'm not slandering. I'm just talking about the, the combination of the two coming together. <laughs> it is a little, it like is a little and, odd. Like pickles and ice cream. Worlds collide. Mm. Pickles and ice cream. That is a disgusting little joint venture well, that good. you just you're, described. You're picking up what I'm putting down. You ever tried the garlic ice cream at the Garlic Festival, Dusty? Um, no. Are you talking about the world-famous Elephant Garlic Festival in North Plains, Oregon? That would be the one. <laughs> uh, no. We went to, so, what is it? What is this? It Was it Gilbert, California? Gilroy. Where, Gilroy, California. Yes. We stopped at the garlic shop there when I was a kid because my mom is, you know, little Italian lady, so she loves um, garlic. They had, like, garlic licorice. Gar- like everything in this store was garlic. They had garlic ice ice cream there, too. It is aggressive. The smells coming out of there. I didn't try the garlic ice cream, but I did try the garlic beer. Ooh, which that, uh, that sounds like it actually. Actually, I might be in on that. It went down all right. It's the garlic beer burps that get you. Oh, that's yeah, where no. you really notice the garlic. Good call. Yeah, yeah. I can see Good that one. Call on that, that, one. that could definitely be a backfire. Actually, all beer burps, now that I'm getting older, like beer burps hit differently as you age. Because it used to just be like, yeah, it, just a, it was a good out. Yeah. Now they linger so much more. They seem to be a bit more ferocious, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. You know, 
again, this this will probably uh, be some something that people hate me for. I have just not been a beer guy, and I have just gone full cider. You know, hey, I got no issue with the ciders. I don't kink shame or drink shame. Okay, I just I don't I don't All enjoy beer here. Near, nearly as much as I used to. If I drink beer, it's it's like a you know pilsner lager style. It's a Corona if I have a beer now. That's like the right. only beer I technically enjoy. Like. And that may be the weirdest move of all of them is that Corona is the beer of choice. I just, and well, it's either, it's either that or the old uh, Line and Kugel Summer Shandy. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, I just, I'm not, not a beer guy anymore. It's weird. All right. Hey, that I don't drink or kink shame. All are welcome in my world. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Chargers yesterday, 27-24. Thursday Night Football. We talked about the broadcast right out of the gate, which was, it just kind of jammed me up all the way around because we're not used to talking sports right out of the gate, but we kind of did. Uh, but we talked at length yesterday about we had the two highly anticipated and uh, highly hyped up quarterbacks in Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. That's the next great quarterback rivalry that the NFL will have. And very rarely does it lead up or live up to the hype that you get. Even in the Brady's and Brady and Manning series, right? It was lopsided in Brady's favor. Yeah, it, you always the pomp and circumstance always surrounded it. Mm-hmm. But I think there was only two or three matchups where it was like they took turns in the fourth quarter leading drives. And this is what we've seen with Mahomes and and Herbert to this point is that those two guys they give their best efforts and and they give each other shots. The haymakers were flying last night too, and the way that the game, whole game shook out. Look, the better team won in that game. And as we sit here and we talk about the the Chargers, my goodness, bolting it has got to be a thing as we are moving forward because grabbing defeat out of the jaws of victory is something that in such different ways, and sometimes it's the most reliable players that end up costing them, like Justin Herbert last night with a 99-yard interception return for a touchdown in a tie football game after blowing a 10-point lead on the road in Arrowhead. I There's hard to find a lot of fault in that game for the Chargers outside of really probably two plays where you're just like, you, you turn full surrender, Cobra, when you see what happens. But, I mean, they are finding ways, like, again, against the Raiders, whether yeah. you, you look at play calling or just execution in general, they... If if not for Carr throwing a bunch of picks, staring down some wide receivers, they may know they may not get out of Vegas with a win, and yet they're one and one, and probably should be two and zero oh in a weird sort of way. Well, absolutely, because of the fact that you saw a ten point lead evaporate. Kansas City goes down and they tie it up with a field goal at seventeen apiece, and then as the Chargers are driving down the field, you get all the way down, Gerald Everett is exhausted, is trying to check himself out of the game. And you have, it it was like a three-way street. It was a three-way street of blame there. Mm -hmm. It was Gerald Everett was, was, ran a horrible route and was tired and wanted out. Two, coaches wanted to push tempo, so they didn't let him get out of the game. And three, Justin Herbert shouldn't have thrown to the guy who was wanting out of the game seconds earlier. I don't think. And ran a lazy route. I don't think Herbert knew. Everett was asking for the tap out because when, oh when, when I when I when I watched that live and then I, when they went to the replay they came back after the break and they're like Everett's you know tapping out here I watched Herbert it looked like Everett was out of the yeah. eye line of Herbert so I don't think and I realistically I 
Wait. Tua line now. It is your Tua line. Did you see what Tua said yesterday? No. Uh, his whole thing was that uh, he or it was early. Sometimes he can't, he's not the biggest guy in the world, so he can't see see everybody. Mm. So if I can see you, or if you can see me, I can see you. And guys need to kind of move around that way. Ah. And people are saying now Tua can't play quarterback because he's too short for oh, some God. reason. Even though he's like plenty tall to play quarterback in the NFL. But he's not Doug Flutie, guys. Some people are taking that as hot takes, where it's like, no, actually, that's just a, a fact. If 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 I can't see you, you 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 can't see me. That's that's yeah. how a that's how like a barrier works. Yeah. So that was a big talking point about Tua. So I'm calling those Tua lines now. Yeah, okay, I, I can no dig more that. sight lines. Tua lines. There you go. But uh, so the, the the Tua line was uh, I think a little bit obscured uh, yep. for for Herbert, even though he is uh, six five six six. Too short to play. Uh, but uh, again, I, I think you're right. There's a three way blame there because yep. Everett's route was not only sloppy. It would have been fine. The route being sloppy would have been okay if he wouldn't have been too gassed to seal. Yeah, because I mean, that play—that play has been the Chargers' playbook for a long time for a tight end named Antonio Gates. That they have run that route for that tight end for a very, very, very long time. That's the post up off the inside, and it—he it, didn't run the route right. It was lazy, and he didn't seal. And Herbert locked locked onto him and just forced it. And you get a seventh round pick. And this is house. this is why the deal is uh, the duel is so good. And this is why you do have a quarterback rivalry here is because that could have been. And I thought it was the dagger, especially after you take into consideration that makes it twenty four seventeen, and you have a a Chiefs team that has scored what was it uh, seventeen unanswered points at that mm-hmm. point, right? To get to uh, twenty four to uh, 17 and have a lead 24 17 then the chargers come out right after that and the offense has to come right back on the field and they go three and out and you're like okay now we're now we're in trouble territory and that wasn't it though and that's the beauty about what you have with these two quarterbacks that's the beauty what you have about these two teams and the familiarity and what's going to make this an exciting duel for years to come is the fact that herbert and the chargers still had a chance and they gave themselves a chance after that. To lose that game 27-24, it, it's one of those ones where you go, bolting it is going to be a thing. Like, they are yep. going to find ways to, to lose in hilarious fashion. But at the same time, they got themselves back into it. And the Chiefs kind of allowed them to get back into that football game. And that's what excites me about, about this, this rivalry moving forward. I will say this. The... Uh, huevos grandes of one Mr. Herbert. Tremendous. If yeah. it, if the x-rays come back, which they have the x-rays, they're done. We just haven't gotten any clarification on how bad it is, which leads me to believe that his ribs are broken. Because if they weren't, they'd say that his ribs weren't broken. Mm-hmm. But that drive was one of the most impressive drives I've seen in my lifetime. Which well, which one? Their, their touchdown drive. The touchdown drive because it was incredible. You can see he's dragging his arm. Yeah, he cannot get his arm slot up to where it normally is because he's an over the top guy. He was three quartering it, and that ball that he threw that got them into the red zone was one of the most insane yeah. throws I have ever seen. Well, then let's let's pause there because it, it does look in Justin Herbert takes a shot and they still find a way to, to march their way down the field. 
Why does it feel like the Chargers are pulling back? Here's Rust with SportsCenter. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Do we need to start a let let Herbert cook? Uh, <laughs> like a uh, campaign already for Justin Herbert? Last night, you mentioned this on, on that touchdown drive that gave... The Chargers a snowball's chance uh, to come back with with what? How much time was it? Like two minutes to go? Yeah, Under it, two minutes? Minute and a half? It was a two minute drill. Yeah. Minute and a half to go, and he ends up. Justin Herbert throws not one but two, just absolute strikes on that drive with what I mean. We can assume are bruised, if not broken, ribs. Um, he was in significant pain because, his, he, like I said, he's an over-the-top quarterback. He, his arm slot, he was almost sidearming it. He's an old duck. Let yeah. Herbert fly. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. that's oh. pretty cool. But that throw, you and I talked off-air about me watching Herbert live at Oregon. One mm-hmm. of the things that I, I came away was, like, he doesn't have a ton of touch on his passes. And it was one of those things that it drove me crazy about maybe it was just the games that I was at. Because mm-hmm. I, so I think I think some of the games that I had, in particular the Colorado game, his it was his junior year was atrocious. Yeah, and I was I, I think that might have overwhelmed <laughs> just how much. But the throw that he made, I think it was like the 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 thirty five yarder to uh, was that the, it was the fourth down play on fourth down and yeah. one because on third down he couldn't even run for a first down. He couldn't move, which is Justin Herbert not running for a first down is crazy in its own right because of how athletic he is. But then on fourth down, frozen rope. I mean, it. I, I think this description I used, it looked like the ball was dropped in by angels cradling it in silk. See, but this is where I go to, because his fourth down, yet another fourth down, touchdown throw uh, on fourth and goal, where he absolutely just throws another perfect pass. In the back of the end zone. But that 35-yarder that you're talking about, the Chargers, it always feels like it's almost feels like they're pulling back on him pushing the ball downfield, which is what Justin Herbert does best. He may be the best deep ball guy in the league right now. And I, I honestly believe this in that what Justin Herbert's abilities and what he does as a quarterback, like there is all of the angst and kind of Anthony Brown and now Bo Nix. It's because they had one of the best deep ball throwers in in quite some time in a rare a rare quarterback mm-hmm. that they were watching in Justin Herbert and his ability to push the ball downfield. What Oregon has had the last couple of years is your your pretty standard average run of the mill college quarterback. Game manager quarterback. <laughs> yeah. And they you get spoiled when you see how well he can throw the ball down the field. And it's not just one time like or one game like we, we applauded Chance Nolan in week one for his ability to push the ball down the field against Boise State. He kind of looked more like what he Chance Nolan now we had against yeah. Fresno State, right? What Herbert in his abilities, that is something that you should take those shots more consistently over the course of a game. And as Brandon Staley has pulled the reins fourth down as much early in the game, you need to start going and being more aggressive down the field and be aggressive in a different way 
with this quarterback and really with the weapons that they have because especially when they have Keenan Allen, you have the ability to get down the field and push vertically better than anybody. And your tight ends that you have, well, whether it is Donald Parmer or now Gerald Everett, and when you have Mike Williams, a big-body receiver, go down the field, man. Use those weapons that can stretch you. Mike Williams was, shack, was shacking dudes. Well, I mean, he was he was a man among boys, and I know there was injuries in the, in the Kansas, uh, Kansas City secondary, but Mike Williams is still a problem. Third time in the last four games against the Chiefs that Mike Williams has had over 100 yards receiving. He pops off, and he's just he just goes down there and just out physical guys at six four, six five, real size in the NFL, and he, I mean, he made it look easy. There was nothing they could do about it, and I, I there were times last night. And I, I don't want to throw Staley under the bus entirely, but maybe I need to because he's a good but maybe not great coach. And I think good, not great coaches, I think this is kind of a, a Mike McCarthy situation where if you have a good enough or a great, truly great quarterback like he, like McCarthy did with Aaron mm-hmm. in Green Bay, that a quarterback can overcome a coach's deficiencies. Because there were times last night when I was screaming at the TV why on earth are you giving Eckler the ball right now? Why are you not letting Herbert throw? And I understand you need to have a balanced offense. Eckler couldn't get a damn thing done last night out of the backfield. Yeah. Runner. yeah. Herbert could. And it was one of those things where you're just like, and again, you can take a look at the, the attempts and go, well, Herbert threw the ball 48 times. Well, that's because they had to turn up the gas in the, the final 10 minutes. Well, they and, and they only ran the ball. It's not like they were they were pumping that run game very often, but it's your identity, though, you know. And you, I, I understand the identity part of it, but you have got to trust your guy. Yeah. And in those games, he will win you football games. That's I, the Brandon Staley thing. This is gonna be interesting because he is only in year two, but from a franchise standpoint, you have zero time to waste. You've got to win now while Justin Herbert's cheap. Mm-hmm while you have the cap flexibility and they built a team to win right now. They do have a they're, team they're, to win right now. They're loaded on every, literally every uh, Drew and James picked up Travis Kelsey like a child awesome. and body slammed him. It that was, was one so of the most cool. insane things I've ever seen. I love seeing stuff like that. Like <laughs> I am fully aware of the dangers of the game and everything, so that, everything that goes on in football, but like that was just a cool play. Like he, he didn't like lead with his head and go helmet to helmet. Like, it was like one of those plays where he just went, nope, I'm going to daddy you, yeah. and he buried him into the ground. That was odd. That reminded me of like the old school you know, crunch time videos where you know Steve Atwater is literally yeah. taking people's heads off. That was Ronnie Lott, Troy Polamalu, Steve Atwater. Like that, was, that was a nope was play. And we have, awesome. because the offense, the, the game has shifted so much to, to benefit them, we get those plays so few and far between. But it's very cool when, again, Derwin James, who is at the very top of the game in yep. the NFL right now. I mean, I Travis Kelsey's the most dominant pass-catching pass tight end maybe of all time. And to pick him up and literally stop his forward progress in the manner that he did was rad. But as it pertains to this Chargers team, like you got guys like Derwin James, you have Bosa, you have Khalil Mack, you have... Uh, Tranquil. Kenneth My Murray, goodness. you are loaded on both sides of the football. You have got to win now, and it will be very interesting to see how this season shakes out for the Chargers because they have to go to the playoffs this year. You have to be competitive near the top of the division. And I'm not saying, like, if people overreact to week one. I don't want to overreact to week two because, remember, this is the same Kansas City team that put up a 40 spot 
on the Cardinals just last week, and then week two, you had haymakers thrown in this game. The Chiefs Brandon all Staley, games. Brandon Staley has got to prove a ton this year, or it would be very reasonable and feasible Like if they just falter and they fall flat on their face, which I don't think they're going to do this year. I think you just had two of the best teams in the NFL playing against each other. But if they falter for any reason, you do have to question whether or not you have to get a guy who's more experienced and has some more pelts on his wall who's done it before. But at the same time, he's only in year two. He's a young head coach. You can let this thing season for a while. And as the season goes on, I think he will learn from, obviously he's learned from going on a fourth down as early and often in games as he did last year. Mm -hmm. Um, And he saves those to go for it later in games now, right? He's the learning experience, and as they stack on top of each other, that's what I'm interested to see in this Chargers team because everything else, everything else is really stinking good with the L.A. Chargers. I, I will push back on the one thing because I think we saw, number one, the, the Chargers defense is legit. They held that Chiefs team to 20 points offensively. Absolutely. The pick six was the deciding factor in this game, and the Chiefs defense was, or excuse me, the Chargers defense was so good, multiple times Andy Reid was in the red zone, and could have gone for it on fourth down, he settled for the points. Absolutely. you got to take points. That was the that was Andy Reid tipping his cap to the Chargers defense saying, no, this, is a, this, this, this defense is legit. The Chargers are in a bit of trouble. They, they lost Lindsley, their, their center, last night. They were rotating both tackles out, and Herbert had to run again. I, we saw the numbers uh, from week one. Do you know Herbert was pressured or uh, rushed? Uh, 42% of the time in week one. Yes, more than any quarterback was it since 05, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. And then again last night, he's only sacked, I believe, twice, but his pressure rate was reaching that level again. Yep. And that's one of those things where you go, uh, do they need to reinforce that now or figure something else out uh, to, to really push past that? I don't know what you're going to do to reinforce it. They're going to be – I think they will be okay. They but will be fine. What we, I think what you saw last night overall, though, was two of probably the best three teams in football going yep. at it. And the Chargers, like you said as we opened this, this whole segment up, they took defeat out of the jaws of victory. They should have won this game. When they go back – and I guarantee you, when they go back and look at the film today, there's going to be four or five moments in this game – one thing we didn't even talk about was the Asante Samuel uh, interception. Yeah. That, the that, overturned pick? Yes. That shouldn't have been overturned? All right. Well, okay. That's a whole other thing. We need to start getting we, – we'll, we'll get into that uh, coming up next because I, I, I can't believe we have debate over this right now. Danny Dusty on the fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Okay, the final final piece of this Chargers-Chiefs Thursday night kick-ass football game is the pick or no pick. Asante Samuel Jr., which has me feeling mixed emotions, as his father was a Patriot and an Eagle. Yes. Most of the Asante Samuel play. Um, I think maybe it was just those two teams. But Asante Samuel Jr. lays out for a ball, and he hits the ground, and boom. They go to review, right? And immediately on the review, I said, oh, yeah, that's, that's of a course. Pick. That's, no, not a, live I said it was a pick. Oh, okay. They, they go to the review, and I said, no, that's not it. That's not an interception. The ball hit the ground. Yeah. 
even though in my heart I totally disagree with the fact you that want it to be they go to a review and, and turn that play over. It's pretty clear, though, that the ball does hit the ground. And knows, you yeah. can, as long as you possess the ball, it can hit the ground as long as it doesn't move. The question is, did it move? And it did. It moved a little bit because guess what? The ball hit the ground, right? But the 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 whole point behind this rule is that if you possess it and the ball doesn't move, then it's still a catch. I think that that should have been a catch. But by the letter of the law, I understand why they overturned it. This is almost a same situation with, with uh, uh, Dallas on the sideline, the, the whole idea of, of Dez. Was it a catch? Yeah. Letter of the law versus intent of the law. Yeah. Right? That's definitely because live, it 100% felt like an interception. Oh, yeah. And well, that would have been a massive pivot point in that game. Yes. And, and I mean, the Chargers had two of those in this game where they should have had interceptions, that, the interceptions that weren't. Um, but you look at, at again, I, I'm with you as far as the ruling being, air quotes here, correct. Mm-hmm. But the, I, I believe the spirit of the law would rule that as an interception. Yeah. Right? Does, does it feel yeah. it's, it's, right? Like it, But I understand, like, you're going to re- replay and you're going to review and the ball hit the ground. Rust, you feel differently? I do a touch. The, the ball did hit the ground some. It looked like he had control of it, though. And where the, in, from what I saw in my viewpoint, I mean, we all saw the same angles. But uh, it it looked like the movement of the ball was also largely due to uh, the fingers on his left hand being cradled underneath it and still gathering control. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I and that's kind of where we all where we all lie is that we feel like he caught that ball, right? Yeah, I feel like he caught the ball. That being said, watching the replay, I was like, they're going to reverse this. Yes, and that's the unfortunate part, though, is that. Those are we have taken away so many incredible plays. Like, could you imagine now, like the immaculate reception? Oh, and God. how we would, how that play would have been just broken down, dissected, and thank God it was. It's the grainy footage that we have now, like from back then, because it was the clear footage that we have now. We'd be talking about that forever, right? That referee crew would still be reviewing it. Oh, my God. The Immaculate Reception would have, like, one of the most iconic plays in football history would have just been wiped off the face of the earth, and, like, we would have never known it. Are you trying to hurt me? Why? You, oh, because you were alive and that hurt you so much? What are you saying? I did, I didn't, you did, that affected you zero, Danny. It still affects me. <laughs> it did affected it does. you zero. Every time they play it, I'm like, oh, that's one that like, my family could have had. No, that affects you zero. It does. It does affect me. Come on. It does. But that play last night was another one that... Hey, man, I get it. I get what the rules are there for. They want to get it right. And ultimately, isn't that the the rule of the, the role of the officials is to get the call right? And that's what the rule of replay is, is was to it, get was it, it right. Was it right? I don't know. There were several other plays over the course of that game that the Chargers could have made that they win that game. Or there are several plays that lost them that yeah, game. Yeah, no, there's some sliding well. doors in there for the Chargers. And that's, and that's the thing is they're going to look at it when, they, when, when they're going through tape this morning. They are 100% going to look at, at yeah. everything there and go, yeah, there's five, six plays here. All right, uh, next hour we have – let's jump into college football. Plus we've got the worst day on the web. But where we start, there's only two top 25 matchups in college football this weekend. One of them 
is right here on the fan. How did the Ducks get around BYU's stingy D and come out of Otzen with a W? Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.